We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Kayla. Well, good to have you along today. Before we get started on anything, can we talk about how we prepared to come on and record these? Sure. Okay. Okay. Can you grab those keys over there for me? Right before we started recording, these keys were laying on the desk. Can you tell me what happened? Yes. You hear that? How many times that happened before we start recording? Twice. No, at least four. <laughs> so you can put them back over there if you want to. Okay. And then you had to get your chair just right. I was stuck on the chair you, Baby! It was... Squiggle, 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 move up. Squiggle, 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 move up. Are we in a mood today? <laughs> just saying. I just got the look, y'all. Mm. <laughs> Victory is mine. <laughs> Temperature in this room just changed a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so what's up in our world? I got to go to a store last week. I'm so excited. I was like a kid at Christmas. I got to go to Kroger. Would you like to give a little backstory on this? Oh, I'm sorry. What have we been doing because of oh, my sickness and everything? Pickup since Miss Kayla had COVID, we have not been in the stores. That's probably been six weeks now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't well, know. I didn't know life existed outside the house and and work. But we did. I, I told you that. You're the one that's been kind of watching the caseloads. Yes. And you told me that you felt that it was safe to venture back into stores. So we headed to Kroger. And yes, what was the one rule that I gave you? I forgot. Don't stare at people. That. <laughs> no waving, no staring, no talking to strangers. And we run into friends at and Kroger. And we ran into friends. It, so it was, was awesome. awesome. It was great. And we planned out a possible crawfish bowl we're going to have with them. We did. So yeah. it was really good. So, because we haven't been anywhere in six weeks. I mean, we, we're at home, then we go to work. We leave work, we go home. And so this past weekend, we now we're very mindful. I mean, we wear our mask, we wear our little K95s, and mm-hmm. uh, we went to we Kroger. We go at lower traffic times. We're not going at the busiest time of day. And- went to Barnes & Noble. It was good to smell books again. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was great. And then went to Target, which is... That's where I had fun. Y'all, we walked two miles that day, and we awesome. were exhausted that night. Yeah. My feet hurt. Did yours? My legs hurt, yeah. I mean, that's pitiful. Tell us you're old without telling us you're old. <laughs> <laughs> so on a more serious note, um, we actually live about... 10 minutes from Blacksburg, but it's our town. We come here to work. We spend a lot of time here. Our church is here. And there was a shooting over the weekend. Mm, Probably 250 steps from our front door to where that is. And we have some friends. We have a friend that works here. That Anyway, he knows the people that own that and everything else, the business. And it was horrible. Uh, a young man uh, just pulled out a pistol, started shooting randomly into a business. It was late at night. And one, he killed one, and uh, three are seriously injured. So it's uh, it's, it's a reminder sad. that 
even though you think you live in this quaint, quiet town. You don't. We're in a broken world. And the first year that we lived here was the worst mass shooting in in the United States history, which was at Virginia Tech. But pray for our town. Yes. Because in light of that, it does. It's traumatic. And it takes, when you're getting, as a student, when you're getting text alerts telling you to shelter in place, I'm sure it was very, very scary. Mm. So, yeah, that was that was not so fun no. over the weekend. And then we've tried to start this thing, this... Clean eating. Hmm. What's that mean? Well, is this why I had less, broccoli? It is why you had broccoli. Cauliflower? Mm-hmm. Cauliflower does stuff to me. Stop. Leave that alone. We're just trying to eat less processed food. More fresh, but I love bologna. I know you do. It's wonderful. But you also love chicken and yes, pork chops, a good fresh cut of meat, and yeah. So we're trying. I mean, we have a processed food. Well, let's listen. If you can buy something today and it's good for months on end. Oh, they've put some preservatives in there. So well, that yogurt I had this morning was of, good till oh, May. Let's not go there. Anyway, what? we're doing really well with this. So <laughs> why did you? Why did because you, you and yogurt have I a love hate relationship. I have. I have. Okay, just to be clear, for breakfast now, I eat yogurt and some berries mm-hmm. and maybe like a piece of cheese. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been doing for breakfast. I'm trying to do better. so. And if there's any leftovers from dinner, a lean cut of meat or something like that, you'll have a piece of that. But, yeah. You do know that lean means less flavorful. Like like the fat. Fat gives meat flavor. <laughs> what was that? What was that? True. <laughs> that's why they guess why on menus they say well marbled, that that piece of meat's going to have. I understand. Well, okay, we're not going to discuss this today. Then, I would we? just like for you to live longer. Let's just. Leave well, I'd like to be able to taste something that tastes good. <laughs> anyway, moving on. All right, comparison, comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah, let's land here for a little while. This is something that you and I have been oh. talking about privately for the last few weeks, but. I remember when we first got married and our home was basically what would be considered a studio apartment. To get to the bathroom, you had to walk through our bedroom. Mm -hmm. And it was very, very small. Now, don't get me wrong. We loved it. It was our first home. It was tiny. I had this grand idea that I wanted to have a dining room table. So we (laughs) bought. I remember this. We bought. A table with six chairs. We couldn't even put all six chairs in the dining room. And it basically left us with no kitchen whatsoever. So it was it was small. But I say that to say never despise the small beginnings. Because we have some of the sweetest memories from living in that apartment. Mm. If we had company overnight... Thank God we had a fold-out sleeper sofa. 
And, they and that would, air conditioner vent would blow right on that sofa sleeper. It and, would. Oh, the best sleep in the world, right there. You just freeze yourself out and fall. You asleep. loved it. See, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna break a secret to everyone. Everyone who stayed at our apartment during that time thought that B was graciously giving up our bed so that they could have a bedroom nope. and a bathroom. No, he loved the air conditioning. I the air conditioner. The so happily went and slept on the sleeper sofa. I was happy. So. Seriously, though, I think comparison is something that most of us struggle with. If not now, we have at some point in our life. And I know for me, there have been seasons where Perhaps I've wished that either I looked more like that person or I acted more like a particular individual. And those can be good things to want to emulate. But at the same time, if you fall into the trap of not thinking that you are good enough Mm. or anything that you have is good enough, then comparison has become more of an enemy than a friend. Let me kind of tie these two things together. The reason why we brought up our first apartment is this. Don't consider where you are if you're just starting out or if you're you're going through a rough patch and you look at somebody who is further down the road Mm. and they have X, Y, Z, and you start comparing your small apartment like what we used to have to what they have, it'll bring you discontentment. It'll bring you all these other things. Be happy where you are. And if you want to grow, if you want to grow out of that, that's fine. You just have to work for it, and then you move forward. But if you could, but if you start comparing yourself and saying, "Well, I'm a failure. I should be there. I should be doing X, Y, Z," that's a problem. And yeah, that leads to all these other issues. That well, there's a question that I think we all need to ask ourselves: Do we fully appreciate what that person had to go through to get where they are now? We had to. Can we I just had say to, something? Hashtag preach. So I'm going to say. We had to live a lot of life to get to the point that we are right now. And yes, we have a beautiful home. We are not wealthy. Well, we're not. And I'm not, but I'm not we are even comfortable. wanting that. We never we had. We are more than comfortable. Yeah. I mean, and it's just the two of us. And we have a four bedroom, three bathroom home for two people, which is probably sinful. But that's another subject. What I think we're both trying to communicate is that it's okay to want something different as long as that doesn't become an idol for you. That's a good point. You're so driven that you can't enjoy the small things that you have now. And then another thing that I've often had to ask myself is, well, there are two things. Are you equipped for that? That that thing that you are chasing. What do you are mean you by equipped that? For it. Oh, to be able to do it, to be able to maintain it. Right. Not everything that we want is meant for us. That's a hard truth. Paul said, "All things are lawful." He says, "All things are lawful; they're just not helpful." So, hmm. you may be a okay to buy that house or to have that particular thing but is it helpful for you yeah no i mean there was a i'll just be real we looked at moving at one point 
about eight miles from where we live. We, mm-hmm. we looked at moving. And it was along a golf course, and it overlooked a river. It was beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. And yet we could afford it. It was fine. It wasn't astronomical. But we stepped back and said, is this where a ministry leader needs to live? What message would be sent Yes, if we lived in that neighborhood, in that part of our area? Because people aren't going to, to consider that we never had kids, so we don't have to pay for college, mm-hmm. and all these other things you know, like that, that we don't have those They're just looking expenses. at the house price. They're just looking at the house price. Yeah. And they're looking at, so we said, you know, it's better that we stay where we are. Yeah. So, that, and, and, and that's not patting us on the back. That's just saying that for us, we live a little bit in, 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 in a fishbowl. Does that, does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. People are, well, I mean, we've <clears throat> spoken to this before. If people feel free to talk about the vacations we take, and how we fund those, it's good to be mindful. There was a time, I'm going to share a personal story here. I was offered the, the possibility of a promotion. I worked at a preschool, loved it, and there was an opening for the assistant director. And I applied for this position. There were several candidates, great candidates, And I ended up coming in second. And I'll tell you something. I had a choice. I could feel sorry for myself. I could say that I had failed in my pursuit. But there were several key takeaways for me in this. First of all, I fully celebrated the friend who got the assistant director role. She was and is one of my best friends. I cheered for her. I encouraged her. I also came to realize that had I been gifted that role, I would have missed out on what became a perfect role for me. Mm. I was an assistant to the teachers. They crafted a role for me that I got to write curriculum. I got to do some training in the classroom. I got to come alongside new teachers and help them get grounded in their role at the preschool. I ended up loving what I did so much that I never gave another thought to the assistant director role. But that could have gone south. And this is where comparison can have a dark side and it can get ugly. And I've felt this in other areas of my life. Perhaps I had chosen to respond with, well, I'm not talking to her anymore because she Mm. got the job I wanted, or I'm not going to celebrate her because she's a threat to me. No, the beauty in all of this was we ended up sitting across the room from each other. My desk was on one side of the office, hers was on the other, and it was fantastic. We not only got to share a bulk of the day together, But we were both living into our calling and our passion. And rightly so, she was the perfect person for that role. She was very good at interacting with the parents. She was very good at juggling the schedules of all of the staff, which would have made me lose my mind. What I'm saying here is sometimes we can't see in the immediate What's not meant to be ours is actually protecting us from something Mm. and potentially opening up the door to something better. 
So we just have to trust that when God says not yet or no, that maybe the opportunity you're going to have is going to be even greater than what you could have dreamed it could be. So that was a lesson for me. One, in celebrating someone who gets something that you may have wanted. And two, in accepting that not everything is meant to be mine. Hmm. I like to address this from a little bit different perspective. Sure. Because comparison's a big deal for me. Mm. We talked about this the other night. Yeah. Uh, we were watching television, and I said, uh, first of all, you need to know that I'm a very large man. Very large man. Okay? Stop. Um, for example, I order my clothes online. I mean, there's a big and tall store in Roanoke, but we don't go there. And I can't go into a regular store and buy clothes. I can buy socks, but that's about it. But when I watch TV, I don't see people who are shaped like me. Hmm. When I go through my social media feed, I don't see people shaped like me. And there are a lot of people like you. But here's the deal. That is so ingrained in me that I compare myself to others and I see others having friendships. I see others gathering in a circle. I see others doing these things. And I'm like, you know, I wonder if I lost X number of pounds, if people would actually talk to me that I compare myself to that person. I'm like, I wonder if I was more like them, if I was shaped more like them, if, if, if I would have friends or even, or even more friends, would people want to talk to me is, and I would say, I, I say this to myself is the reason why I'm excluded from things is because of my size. And so what I said back to you as we were talking, oh, about yeah. this you clap back is, at me. Well, I wouldn't say clap. Well, I wouldn't back. say clap back. You kind yeah, of golf was, clapped at me. Kind of. What does contentment really look like? And this is a personal question that we all have to sit with. And what I mean by that is this. Will that really make us happy? Will that really produce the result that we think? Because in my mind, you have some very good friends. And you you are struggling with quantity, I think. At this point in your life, for some reason, I see this struggle that there's quantity versus quality. I get six-piece Smith Special at KFC. That's a quantity problem. That's not quite the quantity. Okay, go ahead. You're talking about friends. But I was trying to be funny. Yeah, I get it. Okay, go ahead. Moving on. There's value. You're such a mess. There's value in being content with the fact that maybe God has given you, per se, five really good friends. Whereas, okay, you see this social butterfly over here that they look different from you, they talk different from you, and maybe they have. 15 people in their circle i promise you there's something that they're wanting yeah, for or lacking I for agree. it may not be that but this is what we talked about the other night and comparison is it's a sneaky little devil it shows up all the time for me mm-hmm. and that's why i've really dropped off social media I mean, the only thing I'm posting now is my Wordle score on Twitter. Just to aggravate my buddy Barnabas Piper. That's the only reason why I post that is to aggravate Piper. That's wrong. So, and. Uh, I love a quote that I've, I've read this before 
many times, and it's just resonated with me. The grass that's greener on the other side is because it's watered well. Mm. And I think if we're really stuck on a lack of contentment, it's probably something we need to, well, first of all, take it to God and ask him what needs to be moved in or out of my heart. And then ask yourself, okay, what do I need to own? What do I need to do? Mm. What changes do I possibly need to make in order to have that nicer home or buy that car that I want? Or maybe at the end of the day, God will change your heart and you'll realize there's nothing wrong with my home. My car is fine. I'm meant to pursue this with my finances instead. Who knows? There's a thousand things that God may change our hearts on, or he may give us the desires of our hearts, but it may require something of us. Again, back to the concept, what are we willing to do to get to where we want to be? And like Miss Kayla said, there is a trap here, because the more that you compare yourself to others, you're going to be in an endless race to try and achieve what they've achieved or to get what they get. And if you look back at your own life, how long does contentment from, from a new car last? Right. How long does that stuff last? So find your contentment. This is for us. And yet we are believers lean into the fact that you are forgiven and you are chosen by God. Realize that he solved your biggest problem. Hmm. And that you're made in his image. And you're made in his image. And, and he you, didn't make carbon yeah. copies. No, he ran out of fabric with me. But there's just a... <laughs> and he ran out of beauty with you because he used it all oh, on you. Oh, whatever. So... What did you do? Nothing yet. Planning on doing a few things. I sensed it. So I would just, I would just say that. Uh, so free yourself from that. Mm. Free yourself from it. Don't get hung up there and stop comparing yourself. I mean, I struggle with this daily. And if you have some if you have some tips for us, why don't you go to our Facebook page or or, or to our website and just shoot us an email because we'd love to hear from you. Sure. How do you navigate this in your life? I couldn't imagine being a, a, like a like a like a teenager today and having TikTok and no. Instagram or whatever else is out there, Mm-mm. you know? So no, that no. I would, I would just, anyway, that's where I would land. Uh, we are quickly running out of time here. So speaking of Wordle, Wordle is a word game. It is. And it gives you six tries to guess the word. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in our house this morning mm-hmm. of this recording, I got the word in five guesses. You did, which is good. <laughs> How many guesses did it take you? Two. Took her two guesses, and she puts her little Wordle score on Facebook. Which I can tell everybody what I said to you when you put that on Facebook. It was a little rude. I you wouldn't. Now stop. Me. It was not rude. It was okay, funny. We'll, we'll let our friends listen. You ever decide. notice the lights in here are shaped like an H? Are they really? Okay. Well, there's that. Um, back get, to the I get, wordle. I get distracted easily. Don't you I? do. Shiny rock syndrome. Um, 
We're sitting there, and I decided to just share my Wordle score, move on about my day. And this little voice says, I am not hearting that. I'm giving it a like because you beat me with your score today. So there you go. And on that note. And I did like it. You just liked it. There was no heart. There was no good job. So that's all right. You just had You should watch. be content and not compare yourself to my like or heart. See what I did there? Mm. You can subscribe to Wait the a Peas and hey, No, go podcast. back. How's that reaction go? How does that nope, go? Moving no, on. No, you're not. All right, go ahead. I am content in the fact that. <laughs> I should have hearted that. You should have hearted that. No. That's wrong. As I was saying. Okay, go ahead. You can subscribe to the Peas and Carrots podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can contact us at peasandcarrotspodcast.com or on Facebook. Just search for the Peas and Carrots podcast. And who knows, you might see that perhaps one day I'll beat Miss Kayla and Wordle. Might. Might. <laughs> that was not said kindly. Might. But I'm not comparing, so. Then why'd you get upset about the heart? <laughs> <laughs> For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.